What is keeping me healthily invested is that I hope everyone gets what's coming to them. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Ozark. This is season one, episode seven, Nest Box. This episode was written by Allison Phelps and directed by Ellen Kuras, who has worked with Spike Lee, Sam Mendes, and Martin Scorsese. I give this episode a 6.9 out of 10. I think this is probably the weakest episode for me thus far this season. It was another character driven, but it didn't move things nearly as, you know, it's close to that tipping point, but for the most part, I just wasn't as intrigued as I was in the previous episode. Maybe because it is one involving teen angst and a broken marriage in which I'm not sure I care one way or another if they reconcile their differences. I rather like when they're adversarial. So there's four seasons and this show, things I'm sure will change. Eventually, Marty had to say that his heart was broken, but we knew that Marty. And quite frankly, you still were weird with it. Marty rushes over. We pick right up where we left off last episode where he's like, holy shit, they put up a cross over to the Youngs because he knows that shit is about to pop off. When he arrives, he immediately is met by the snails who are already there. Darlene casually putting her hands on Grace truly was frightening because out of Jacob and Darlene, it's Darlene. She's the one that's just gonna kill you now, ask questions later. They have no qualms about it is what I'm trying to say. Like she's way too easily like let's murder the the situation for there not to be bodies uh, probably a lot of them buried in the backyard all over their property somewhere and marty is able to i don't know he was fast talking here but not in any way that i wouldn't if i were mason thinking okay something feels very ominously off about what is happening and he ends up turning over $724,000 of Dell's money to these snails to get them not to kill, <laughs> or at least, you know, do their threat on Grace. They plan on scooping that baby out and killing her to get Mason back up on that lake. And the next thing, they're getting the money and he's telling Jacob about this story about how his dad let him do it one year but the next year he said if you do it again I'm gonna break your nose and Marty very I can understand in his position like look you don't have to tell me some metaphoric fucking story I can get the point very easily and then we get the O symbols for the episode which are swim goggles a roasted pig gasoline and a prison fence Jonah is learning all about starlings, which are prolific and destructive in America. So apparently are drug dealers and the, and the, um, the analogies that they're making are not lost, not subtle at all. Jonah asked to get a hunting license to take out these females 
because that would stop 11 more of these starlings to be to be killing like they do he even gives facts and that's what i really don't like about wendy and even charlotte's reaction it's like this boy is saying i'm interested in something and y'all are just being like well it's weird and i ain't got nothing for you versus trying to i mean it's not even hey i want to kill dead things because man the way their insides bleed make my stomach feel a certain flip-flop of joy or some shit like that he's saying i have a reason for the things i want to do and wendy just simply disregards his request and his reasoning with charlotte very rudely shutting his laptop because you are a bitch still on their first day he reassures his sister that it's just school and that she's good at it and i kind of agree like the world doesn't need they don't know no spotlight is on you other than the one that you are putting on yourself they still got these two visceral ass cats the uh i forgot their last name the long langmores langmores boyd and i can't believe that boyd and russ ain't got rid of these damn cats because if they get out i don't want to hear shit if y'all get your arm mauled off i don't want to hear shit they probably are they're probably going to get a fight and they're probably going to shoot one of these cats one drunken night and that's just how they get down ruth is seeing the boys off to school she gonna ask three if he brushed his teeth and he said i got gum that shit is accurate and i'm gonna need teenagers to really stop being so disgusting i have never been so lazy that i would ignore my hygiene that's just not been a priority i felt ever needed to be casual about but i've known plenty of people who've literally said that exact thing one of my sisters being them i don't feel like brushing my teeth why it's five minutes of taking the shit smell out of your mouth what what about that is so difficult and she even gives ruth the kids lunch money and she scolds russ for making them late she's seeing kate today and russ is very apologetic more from fear than remorse it would seem roy tells russ later on that ruth will make him an accessory to murder and makes him promise not to make any more attempts on marty bird's life as he'll get him to invest in the shop because he's better than he thinks he is martin has problems of his own because now he has to replace the seven hundred and twenty four thousand dollars that he took from dale and he intends to set up a fund however most of his previous business partners are all used to bruce being the front man despite the fact that he handled all their money belatedly he realizes that his wife is dressed up for work and you know he's admiring her i can't with either one of them dell sends a man to ruffle wendy davis because that's what she's going to buy professionally that time is ticking and deposits are slowing they've got visual eyes on them and then she goes back and tells marty and he gonna ask what did he sound like like a scary motherfucker right, 
I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. If your life choice is to launder money for a drug a drug cartel, you don't get to be scared or panic. I'm just that's just how I feel about it. Ain't nobody put a gun to your head and made you do this. And you knew once you jumped in, there was no jumping the fuck out. There's no walking away from the cartel. And I think enough mafia movies have come out now that it's pretty much concrete. It's a thing. It's not a thing that's made up. It's a thing that's real. It's what you sacrificed, which is why I wasn't feeling the end of this episode when they talk about, oh, we should send our kids away. Yeah, well, you should have thought about that before you started laundering money for the drug cartel. Wendy targets Sam and his mom's money which is all of nine hundred and six thousand dollars to invest in marty's fun she plays to his ego to his dreams he wants to be a motivational speaker he can't even believe he said it out loud and she says well i can introduce you to my husband it's a million to get in but i can i can give him a good word for you but you can't tell your mom that we're married which he will not do marty stops construction and when mason pushes back with grace by his side marty is like screw it these zoning issues you're just not buying it you're not going like he's planning on going protests or whatever don't stop us from making our church because he and said two words to this man and he thinks he is the next messiah and that's when marty stars diary in the mouth about the whole operation about the drugs about the snails he is very conveniently not mentioning that he (laughs) is a money launderer and works for a cartel and grace assures him that he will continue to preach on the water because he tells him look if you don't they're gonna kill you they're gonna kill my family i will say marty that was a shitty ass move you was like, I don't want to sit here and pretend. I, you involved these people into your scheme. Okay, so they were already part of someone else's scheme, but at least they were oblivious to the fact. And then because you needed them for your own means and you knew they belonged to somebody else, you didn't give a fuck until it got real apparent that you must give a fuck. Like you knew something was going on. I was justifying it last episode. However, I will say, Marty, you are on the back burner of something. I would just focus more on your shit and then not try to look. Those two were already pawns. It's not your job to say. And I, I don't know. I can't. I'm going swinging back and forth from the pendulum with this because, on one hand, you're to blame. But on the other hand, they're to blame for not realizing (laughs) that something is up. I don't know, but I feel less empathy for Mason than I do for Grace. Roy updates his ex Trevor on Russ confessing to try to kill Marty on tape. They plan on turning Russ and they plan to also get Ruth to turn next. Trevor calls for backup per protocol, but he doesn't want the feds arriving, spooking everyone. It's his case. He did all the work. I mean, he literally put in that work. 
and uh trevor's like well fine i won't call him back up just me because he's still stuck on roy and then when he inquires about his relationship with russ this dude gonna talk about um is there something going on between you no no you know (laughs) you can have him but apparently he ain't giving him over so either he's developed true feelings or he just don't want his ex to know that he fucked him either way this is all types of messy russ drinks on the lake dumpster diving for ways to make money through the trash of the outsiders and he's rather disillusioned with this lifestyle boy tells him that he supports him and that while he's intellectually not the smartest he's not stupid he does notice things perception wise (laughs) and he's basically saying i think he wanted his bro to open up like hey i know that you're a little different i know that you're a little like i know there's something going on even if you don't want to talk about it like i don't judge you for that but russia says oh no i'm just stressed because he doesn't want to open up and he also probably doesn't want to be left behind i mean it seems as if these two and their relationship is the most important thing to boyd i don't see him doing anything else so he probably doesn't want to feel as if his brother can open this shop or do something better and he won't be invited because he'll judge him for who he is mason is told bluntly that he isn't god's protected by his wife who is trying to pack she says you either gonna pack or you're gonna get out on the lake and preach until this kid is born and we can figure something else out after that but he keeps going on and on and on about how the bullet missed his heart by inches so god has a master plan for him he is protected she said no sir the kid that shot you had shitty aim i'm a realist you need to come off this cross that you put yourself off on up on because this shit is real people are going to kill us they're drug dealers jonah has done all the research to justify his parents career choices and decides to debate them with the teacher in class who just wanted a commitment not to do drugs despite the point of that exercise and with his parents who can only agree you kind of want him to get shot right before their eyes so they can come out this vanilla wafer bubble that they live in because then they have the other kid not showing up to school i'm with the principal like what kind of shit is this this is day one man i will say i'm with wendy as well why would you send end of the day notifications that's ignorant i understand it's high school but i think once you miss homeroom which is supposed to be you know the first period there should be a notification sent out ditching wyatt tells them charlotte was going to chicago because they was knocking on the door and he was really not answering until ruth came out and she was like boy i know you up there you ditching school where is this uh man's daughter ruth and wendy go to st louis to intercede the bus while marty goes to sam's mom to get the money mason's dumbass gonna go to the snails during an employee barbecue soiree to tell them he's done the snails try to talk mason mainly jacob 
into continuing his service but darlene is beyond ready to take action she's like oh no i made my threats once we make them we do not repeat uh he then outs marty for being a money launderer and what his church really is for him and why he's building him this church and that pretty much gets him to confirm he will go back out on the lake i hated the reaction with wendy and charlotte because that's just not how you react to your child running back to her old life because it was better that way i understand it from her perspective that she feels this but what you need from me is psychological help i I, I mean i get at the end that oh you know um they should go they should be free of all this yeah i believe that is absolutely correct but who fucking told them who fucking told them that was you wendy so shut the fuck up i don't care about you wanting to do the right thing now that you know you messed up because you was being spiteful that's your problem both of y'all to begin with um y'all raised some spoiled ass children also ruth watches very awkwardly marty gets eugenia's money i was glad this speech was much more successful than the one he was given jacob ruth is dropped off to see her dad in jail and there you go with the red lipstick again she don't wear this any other time as well even when she's going to work and she has been driven there by the family of the man she tried to kill also charlotte you need to take stock of life's challenges and compare and contrast to your own Kay tells her that she's stupid and not to come back until marty is dead she comes out crying as both mother and daughter continue to sling mud over the fact that she thinks her mother is just suffering in silence i would have backhanded the shit out of her oh jesus let me kill this nigga so i have disappointed you i'm still paying for everything that you fucking own until it's otherwise shut the hell up you don't talk to me like that sam argues with his mom about the fact that she's nagging him all the time about the fact that she keeps putting up ugly artwork the fact that she stopped him from going to college the fact that she keeps him at his side she calls him a loser she (laughs) really is not the best of mothers but she thinks that she is looking out for her son probably because she loves him so much she can't let him go she has to be constantly involved in his life he tells her that it was marty bird uh wendy's husband that did the money for you and she completely wants to rip up the papers now so that's a problem i'm like sam you had one job you had to be petty in the middle of an argument after he got the money and now you know that she could go back and rip up the papers because she said as much but karma or maybe just maybe the mexican cartel (laughs) has other plans because as she is arguing with her son in the middle of the street she gets her ass ran over by a truck honey badgers are just crazy and it's her own damn fault for walking out in the middle of the street i did not feel bad at all i chuckled and laughed hysterically because why would you sit there and try to be a karen in the middle of the damn road where there's traffic russ is all happy coming to the hotel room to see roy about the shop he even went to kinko's and printed brochures and roy is like your name should be first he really putting it on this man 
and that's not okay saying i just wanted to see you instead of turning you over to the fbi agent that's next door waiting (laughs) um mason burns down the church framework because oh my gosh i was lied to the snails know marty is being watched and darlene really wants to kill him before someone else does because ever since he's come here he's shaken up their life and despite mason doing what they want she's still not happy she feels the threat of marty and she's right to feel so marty and wendy argue about her wanting to send the kids away which i agree but also it's too late he clearly was heartbroken when she cheated on him she brought up the video and how he watched it 27 times and how he slapped her on the ass even though it's clear she liked to be smacked on the ass because he saw it happen in the damn video so i don't know why she keeps bringing it up saying i don't like it but clearly you're just lying you know how people just be wrong and instead of accepting that they're wrong they just want to keep slinging mud back at you like well you had this and you did but you still cheated bitch it don't matter how it doesn't matter if i creeped out afterwards you may be a creeper in this situation she's like you buried down all your why do i have me here necessity bitch i got my eyes on you she gonna say why didn't you have dale kill me like come on now how are you supposed to explain well your mom cheated on me so i had the mexican cartel uh kill her because it's either that or she came with so but she did try to leave me guys and left me to be killed by the mexican cartel i just don't know how she had any leg to stand on in this whole entire argument and yes marty may have had his own from her emotionally uh was neglected or whatever the case but that's always the fucking response though i'm emotionally neglected so i'm just gonna go cheat no if you're emotionally neglected you go you put the emotions back in this are we done i I just don't see that as a a point that's an excuse that's fucking old you're an adult you know how to talk when you you talking now so why couldn't you talk like this before you wanted something else other than your husband and you're trying to pretend as if it's on him oh i wanted you idiot that's words he wants to hear you want your spot back in his uh in his eyes as the queen as his sunshine as someone who could do no wrong who lets you do whatever the fuck you want and you mad because you got caught out there that's what is happening with you wendy (laughs) so all of that i was trying to hear in this argument i was more like is buddy taking notes right now because he wanted to know what's going on you damn sure he heard what's going on they even brought him the name up talking about there's a man dying downstairs (laughs) and you're the one that bought the house from him you thought it was a good idea without consulting me so i don't know what what you want all the while charlotte's out there trying to kill herself in melodramatic teen and i I could care less she reached the bottom and now she's like oh it's not so bad and poor freaking jonah's just stuck in his room with his headphones on (laughs) talking about starlings he doesn't understand his family is the starlings i have a feeling though one day he he will he's the only character i have some type of of wish to be free somehow in the end it works out for him everyone else they need to end up in the trash can that they that they themselves toss themselves in that was a double sentence but i don't care not editing it not at all 
no feedback this week but if you want to chime in the conversation blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can send it in written or audio format 10 minutes or less if it is going to be an audio my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe go on to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>